Hi there, how are you? Hi. Well, uh, yeah, well, thank you very much indeed for taking this time to talk with me. And I suppose, first of all, I'll say congratulations on the reception of the film. Uh, it must be incredibly gratifying to have such a positive response to your efforts. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. nice that uh, <laughs> people are enjoying the work. I mean, it's certainly the, the reception that I had in, the, in my screening, because I managed to see it in IMAX, so I, I definitely had the, the full audio experience. Uh, so the, the, the reaction in the, the audience was very palpable throughout the course. Um, the, I mean, this is your third collaboration with James Mangold uh, after 310 to Yuma and the Wolverine. So I suspect you're quite familiar with each other's process by this point. When, I mean, whenabouts do you get involved with a film with James? How, how down the line um, of production? This one I got involved a little bit on the later side because, yeah, the, the movie was already shot and um, in its stage of being edited I I actually normally would like to have a little bit more time to work on it I had about six or seven weeks but it was hard because it was right around the holidays so um, it was it was a lot to do but yeah starting a little earlier is usually better yeah well were, were there any touchstones and inspirations that you and James discussed ahead of composition I mean what words were used in your initial conversations about the school well after seeing the movie yeah. the um, thing that struck me is that it, um, it the music didn't need to be on the forefront it, the, the action really carries it the acting really carries it the music was really more of a supportive role in this and uh, and it was a very delicate balance especially in some of the emotional scenes I mean the action scenes one thing but in the in the dialogue and emotional scenes it it has to tread a very fine line between supporting the the action but not leading the, the story not getting ahead of the audience and so like especially in something like the ending of the movie for instance or uh when when wolverine's talking to his dad you know at the, in the uh, munson house so i mean things like that are examples that are very delicate um the other thing that we talked about is um, Jim really wanted the movie not to be so much of a uh, superhero type thing with any sort of superhero theme. He didn't want that, but more of, of a vibe. Of um, He referenced some older movies uh, like The Gauntlet and uh, Taxi Driver and uh, even Paper Moon, which doesn't have a score, but which in terms of the vibe of what he was going for. And this is really what he wanted the music to achieve, the sort of intensity that, that, that those scores had. So that, that's where I started creatively from. That was my starting point and, and sort of worked from there. Sure. Because, I mean, in the main, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, that whole standard bomb, bombastic superhero fair, that's not where you went with the score at all. I mean, with Logan, it's a different animal altogether, <laughs> no, no pun intended. Uh, a number of your scores yeah, in your past right. have been um, like for horror films. I mean, was that something you wanted to tap into for your score with Logan? Because uh, in the main, it's something well, more like, atonal, more visceral. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely that element in the middle of the movie when it says, uh, at, uh, in real four, when it goes to those murders that take place in the, in the Munson house, it's, it's really a dark point of the movie and it's it's very horrific so I, I think you know all my experience doing horror movies probably served me well at that point 
I mean, the, the score is quite the brutal listen. It's very sharp and nasty in places, especially in tracks like uh, El Limonata and um, Farm Aid. I mean, when you knew how far James wanted to go with the film in terms of the film's certification and its tone, I mean, did that allow you to just kind of open the floodgates with how experimental you could go with the composition? Jim really encouraged experimentation right off the bat. In fact, he didn't want me scoring cues for... It was, it, we didn't have that much time, so it was a little bit, um, it was a little scary, but he would say, I don't want any scores, I just, uh, any cues, I just want to hear music, just write some music. And, and so the first thing I did was I booked a session at a small studio in LA, in West LA, and had a session with a handful of musicians and did some really off the wall stuff that um, wasn't the picture at all. It was just ideas. And, you know, when the, Fox executive stepped into the room. I was really nervous because I thought they were going to be like, "What the heck is this?" You know, but but Jim was really behind it and actually cut some of the stuff into the movie, and that that became a bit of a template for for some of these cues. Like you're mentioning, like the end of the movie, there is is when um, Logan and Laura are fighting together. You know, the piece that plays there. It's a it's a track on the CD called "Local Logan," and it's uh, it's it's quite. I don't know, unconventional <laughs> well, in many respects for, for this type of a movie. Sure. I mean, there's still plenty of your, like, trademark percussive hallmarks throughout the score. I mean, in something like Forest Fight or Logan versus X-24 and Loco Logan, like you say, I mean, it sounds more like some ferocious jazz band with members incredibly pissed off with each other. <laughs> Where do you start when yeah, it comes right. to w action beats like that? Is it the percussion or is it... The instrumentation. I mean, where's where do you even start with something like that? No, I mean, I, oh boy, I mean, it's the any if there's any motivic or thematic things, that's usually where I start and develop from there. You know, in X24 Q. Yeah, I mean, his theme, his motive is basically the same as Logan's, but a a variety of it. Logan's theme is a two note two note theme, which you know for a for a superhero movie is very uh, sparse. It's, it's not really a theme. It's more of just a, a motive. And um, and same with uh, X-24. So uh, starting there and then building around it. I, I mean, there's a lot of things that were different than a normal scoring session. One was that uh, in with the brass section, I had a, uh, a B3 organ um, playing as well, which colored it. And along with you know, or instead of just regular normal orchestral percussion that I would use, I'd had um, two drum kits, and so it was. It, it had a different vibe about it all together, and that's really what the essence of the score is. It's the vibe. Yeah. Well, how much was of Logan the score was done on the scoring stage, and how much was done at the desk? I can imagine there was a, quite a lot of manipulation done throughout. There is. There's a lot of manipulation. Uh, you know, I work with uh, Buck Sanders, and, um, who's been my partner now for uh, 20 years or something. Um, we've co-scored quite a few movies, and this is really sort of a co-score too. Um, but because all that, it's, it's all stuff that he was working on with me, and uh, I actually had two other people that I worked with as well, because the, the task was really the amount of time that we had achieve these things was, was overwhelming. There was Marcus Trump and Brandon Roberts also involved. So I should mention them because they're, they're you know, it was 
would have been hard to achieve this without everybody's help. Sure. I mean, you were talking about the fact that the main drive of the film, it wasn't so much um, traditional cues. But I mean, there are one or two that are peppered throughout the, the film. And certainly the, the film that uh, James has made makes strong Thank thematic you. references to the classic westerns and indeed specifically to Shane. I mean, was there, in preparing for the film, was there yeah. any temptation to listen to any particular western cues or even take a glance back at Vic Victor Young's score for Shane? Um, I, you know, western movies are so much <laughs> in my blood because that's, that's the reason that I got into film scoring to begin with. So that I think it's in James's blood too. I think we share that bond, um, that commonality, and that is like an unspoken thing, but yeah, I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, every movie I do is a western. <laughs> cool. Uh, I mean, when you start, you, you talked about um, uh, how collaborative James was in, in interviews, he sounds like a man who really likes to get his fingers dirty. Was he there throughout the the majority of the process? Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I would meet with him every week and I'd play him new stuff that I was coming up with, and he would show me. Hey, we took this this cue, this idea that you had here, and we tried it here. What do you think of this? But we cut it up, and we took out, we stripped out this, and we did this, and we, you know. And so it was a, it was it was a collaborative experience. Cool. Uh, other thing that I wanted to ask was about the reaction when you started to play James uh, the pieces and in the, uh, to the studio as well. Where, did he tell you to ramp it up or even rein it in? Where where, where was he uh, in terms of uh, what you what you were doing? Did you say ramp it up? Yeah, did it? I mean, certainly, like, like I say, that there's some really experimental uh, elements in in, in yeah, this I mean, score. Yeah, yeah, he was he was just extremely encouraging for uh, experimentation and originality and and protective of our process. Like we worked together, in, we didn't involve anybody else. Uh, often in, in this type of a project, you can have a lot of a lot of people's opinions. There's a lot riding on this, you know, but. He kept it with just just us working together, so that was great. Excellent. Well, I want to very quickly talk about um, uh, looking at your your CV. Certainly, in like recent years, I mean, if you look at your credits for 2017, you appear to be dialing back on film projects in recent years, uh, working on seven scores in 2015, and then three in 2016, and then Logan this year so far. It seems like you're preferring to get involved with television scores with shows like uh, Lucifer. And six. What is it about the state of the television landscape that appeals to you right now? Well, I, I like the the um, shows, and they're, they're I, I do the shows because someone. Well, there's different reasons <laughs> for each one. I the, the show Turn on AMC, which is about spies, uh, beginning of the spy ring in American history, is it, it takes place in the town that I grew up in, Setauket, Long Island, and um, it, every every place in there, every name in the show are people that I knew from growing up. I mean, literally, it was where, they, where the uh, spies came over and used to hide out in this place called Conscience Bay. It's basically my parents' backyard. So it was really, I, I, when I heard about it, I was very excited to do that. Um, this, this show, Six, I, I always had a fascination with um, the Navy SEALs and the work that they do, and I you know, thought it would be a lot of fun to, to do that. I'm actually doing another show coming up. Um, it's a six-part uh, series for these directors that I did a movie called No Escape, and they're doing a show, uh, the Doddle Brothers, they're doing a show about uh, Waco, Texas, and wow. um, it's 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 going to be really intense. That's 
coming up in June. But but actually, for now, I'm taking a little bit of a break. I need because I've been going solid for a couple of years, so I'm taking a bit of a break. <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully, we'll see you in um, in the summer because. Uh, uh, the site I write for is uh, An Englishman in San Diego. It's uh, based around San Diego Comic Con. I know you've been uh, before. Uh, will you? Is it possible oh, we yeah. could be seeing you at uh, uh, San Diego this year? It's, it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. I don't know. I don't I haven't made any plans yet, but it's possible. Uh, I did go um, two years ago. I went down there, and um, and maybe I don't know if I can convince my my ten year old to come with me. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so I we'll mean, you, you've talked about the the television show. I mean, is what is there any uh, film projects that's uh, lined up, or are you literally just taking a, a real break at this point? You're just taking a real breather. Yeah, yeah. I, I am. I mean, there's a, you know a few things that I'll I'll talk about with my agent or whatever, but everything is just um, there's, there's nothing that yet. I don't have anything. Fair enough. Listen, I'd say you absolutely deserved it, um, especially with this score. It's just an incredible piece of work. And I'd like to say thank you very much indeed for your time. It's been a pleasure talking oh, to you. Well, thank you. Excellent. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you. Okay.